What's going on, everybody? How you doing today? Welcome to the podcast. We're doing Psalms and Proverbs in 31 days. Today is day two. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't yet, I'd really appreciate if you click that subscribe button down below and uh, uh, make sure to keep your notifications on. That way you get notified every time one of these videos goes live and gets posted. So like I said, today is day two. We are reading Psalms chapters six through 10 and Proverbs chapter two. So let's just jump right in. Psalm chapter six, O Lord, deliver my life to the choir master with stringed instruments, according to the Sheminith, a Psalm of David. O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am languished, languishing, excuse me. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, deliver my life. Save me for the sake of your steadfast love. For in death there is no remembrance of you. In Sheol, who will give you praise? I am weary with my moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with my weeping. My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows weak because of all my foes. Depart from me, all you workers of evil, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies have, shall be ashamed and greatly troubled. They shall turn back and be put to shame in a moment. Now, I love how the psalmist here talks about in that uh, second to last verse in verse 9, the Lord has heard my plea, the Lord accepts my prayer. Now, that's us. When you cry out to God, when you cry out to the Lord Jesus, He hears you. He always accepts your prayer. Never forget that. Psalm chapter 7, in you do I take refuge. And forgive me for mispronouncing this one, but a Shigion of David, which he sang to the Lord concerning the words of Cush, a Benjamite. O Lord my God, in you do I take refuge. Save me from all my pursuers and deliver me, lest, like a lion, they tear my soul apart, rending it in pieces with none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is any wrong in my hands, if I have repaid my friend with evil or plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it, and let him trample my life to the ground and lay my glory in the dust. Selah. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up against the fury of my enemies. Awake for me. You have appointed a judgment. Let the assembly of the peoples be gathered about you. Over it return on high. The Lord judges the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the integrity that is in me. O let the evil of the wicked come to an end. And may you establish the righteous, you who test the minds and hearts, O righteous God. 
My shield is with God, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a God who feels indignation every day. If a man does not repent, God will wet his sword. He has bent and readied his bow. He has prepared for him his deadly weapons, making his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked man conceives evil and is pregnant with mischief and gives birth to lies. He makes a pit, digging it out, and falls into the hole that he has made. His mischief returns upon his own head, and on his own skull his violence descends. I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. The psalmist here is talking about, um, in the middle of the, the psalm here, in 6 and 7 and 8, he's saying to judge me, to judge yourself, if you're praying the psalm, to judge you over your own righteousness. Remember, friends, beloved, that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, which means if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have been made righteous, not because of anything that you've done, but because of what he did 2,000 years ago for you, in anticipation that you would someday come to know him as your Lord and Savior, as your God. Never forget that. You are made righteous by accepting Jesus' Jesus's, uh, payment for the punishment of your sins at Calvary on the cross. <clears throat> Psalm chapter 8. How majestic is your name. To the choir master, according to the Gitteth, a Psalm of David. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of babies and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands and you have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the heavens, and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Now I love this in 4, 5, and 6. What is man that you are mindful of him? Keep in mind that God created all of creation and yet still remember to create you. How amazing, and how amazing the love that he has just for you, that he created all this. Now remember, the Bible says that even if you were the only one ever to be born, ever, God would still love you, and still would love you enough to send Jesus Christ to die just for you. Psalm chapter 9. I will recount your wonderful deeds to the choir master, according to the Muth Laban, a psalm of David. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. 
When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before your presence. For you have maintained my just cause. You have sat on the throne, giving righteous judgment. You have rebuked the nations. You have made the wicked perish. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. The enemy came to an end in everlasting ruins. Their cities you rooted out. The very memory of them has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has established his throne for justice, and he judges the world with righteousness. He judges the peoples with uprightness. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble, and those you those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord who sits enthroned in Zion. Tell among the peoples his deeds. For he who avenges blood is mindful of them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Be gracious to me, O Lord. See my affliction from those who hate me. O you who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praises, that in the gates of the daughter of Zion I may rejoice in your salvation. The nations have sunk in the pit that they made, in the net that they hid, their own foot has been caught. The Lord has made himself known. He has executed judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own, hand, of their own hands. Selah. The wicked shall return to Sheol, all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, and the hope of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in fear, O Lord. Let the nations know that they are but men. Selah. Here we have a picture of uh, civilizations that will go down because of their own deeds. In verse 15, the nations have sunk in a pit that they made. This isn't just referring to one individual person, but an entire country will go down because of their own sinful and evil desires. Keep that in mind, that even though we are here in America, at least I am, wherever you're watching from, uh, I pray that you're able to do this in safety, um, because I am so, so very, very blessed to be born in this country where I am, well, up until lately, I don't have to worry about being persecuted for my religious beliefs. I don't have to be persecuted for expressing or celebrating or worshiping and in this way or that, because we do enjoy that freedom. At least we used to. But in the net that they hid, see, that's referring to a group of peoples, this nation, their own foot has been caught. So we're, if you're not careful to follow the ways of Jesus Christ and to love God and then love your neighbor as you love yourself, so Jesus says the two most important commandments, all of the law and the prophets are summed up in these two things, then we too as a country will perish. So we got to be careful. And Psalm chapter 10. Why do you hide yourself? <clears throat> Why, O Lord, do you stand far away? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? 
In arrogance, the wicked hotly pursue the, the poor. Let them be caught in the schemes that they have devised. For the wicked boasts of the desires of his soul, and the, <clears throat> and the one greedy for gain curses and renounces the Lord. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. All his thoughts are, there is no God. His ways prosper at all times. Your judgments are on high, out of his sight. As for all his foes, he puffs at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be moved. Throughout all generations, I shall not meet adversity. His mouth is filled with cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue are mischief and iniquity. He sits in ambush in the villages, in hiding places, he murders the innocent. His eyes stealthily watch for the helpless. He lurks in ambush like a lion in his thicket. He lurks that he may seize the poor. He seizes the poor when he draws him into his net. The helpless are crushed, sink down, and fall by his might. He says in his heart, God has forgotten. He has hidden his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand. Forget not the afflicted. Why does the wicked, why does the wicked renounce God and say in his heart, you will not call to account? But you do see, for you note mischief and vexation, that you may take it into your hands. To you, the helpless commits himself. You have been the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and evildoer. Call his wickedness to account till you find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. The nations perish from his land. O Lord, you hear the desire of the afflicted. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed, so that man who is of the earth, may strike terror no more. Friends, when you pray, especially if you are uh, praying psalms, if you're praying proverbs over your life, over your loved ones, remember that you are now aligning yourself with God in God's plan and path for your life, and He will move. His word says right here, he will, he will move. Let's move on. Proverbs chapter 2. The value of wisdom. My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of the saints. 
Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech who forsake the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in perverseness of evil, men whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. So you will be delivered from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death, and her paths to the departed. None who go to her come back, nor do they regain the path of life. So you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the path of the righteous, for the upright will inhabit the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. Friends, I want you to go back and, and reread this proverb and see every single time the word will appears. Or even if you'd like, just re-listen re to uh, <clears throat> this accounting of it. You'll note every single time that God says this will be done. It is his, it's not just his will, but it's a promise to you. These things are promised to you. You will be delivered. Um, excuse me. For the Lord gives wisdom. Shield of those who walk in integrity. You will understand righteousness. Wisdom will come into your heart. Knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Pray this so pray this proverb over your life. Pray it daily. These things will be given to you. Friends, again, I want to say thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. If you're not a subscriber yet, I'd really appreciate it if you would consider clicking that subscribe button, the follow button, if you're watching this on, on Rumble or if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, again, just thank you for being here. Make sure to, to like, share, subscribe, have those notifications turned on so that you will never miss out when these uh, uh, videos and audio recordings, if you're just listening on audio, uh, get released. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you on the next one. God bless, my friends.